Today's FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. We had one of those mornings yesterday where, um, I don't know, we don't need to get into it, but they had to make a change to my computer. Yeah, yeah. And so yesterday I was just completely just like right out of it. Like I <laughs> like when things don't work the way that I want them it to work. It kind of throws person off. It just off. throws everything yeah, off. Yeah, it and, does. It throws the person off when you get a change up. Yeah. It's like a, we, we're... We get into our habits yeah. doing the show and when things aren't in the right spot. and Yeah. yeah. And then this morning we came in and there's still issues and, um, you know, so it's going to be another one of the, We should probably apologize right now. Yesterday probably should have apologized for the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wasn't that bad yesterday? Also, this morning I, f- I forgot to put my clothes out last night. So oh, no. I'm trying to wander around <laughs> finding clothes. So I, I was in the laundry room. That's how you're wearing a button-up. That's why I got a button-up, because I didn't want to wake up my wife. So you had a meeting. And I'm just, I'm not. Let's take your shirt off. I am not the button-up guy, so my shirt's just pissing me off. The only time you wear buttons up normally is like when you have something to go to after. Oh, my God. Hey, I've got some good news for you. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're a big Stones fan, if you're a harmonica guy, um, Mick just released a... Why not? I'm almost 90. Yeah. Let, let's release a line of harmonicas. Why not? Yeah. yeah need to make some more money. He is a uh, underrated harmonica player. Just coming from that world. You can hear him on this tune. Getting us going this morning. The Locker Room News. Well, let's get this out of the way early. Justin Trudeau has sent an open letter to Danielle Smith saying that her push to pull Alberta out of the CPP is a risk to certainty and to stability. In the letter, he said, with all the uncertainty we face in the world, Canadians shouldn't have to worry if the CPP will be there for them in their retirement, saying Alberta's withdrawal would weaken the pensions of millions of seniors and people in Alberta and across the country. Uh, Smith fired back with her own letter saying she was (laughs) saying she rejected his um, what he said would be the effects of of Alberta leaving the CPP and uh, said it's it's not fair of him to say that. And yeah, she rejects it. So she made it sound like it's a done deal. We're leaving. Yeah. Uh, The thing about this and, and. Jimmy, I said no politics. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I said sorry no, for writing the news. Right out of the right, right out of the yeah. gates, you. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I made you do the news, Grant. Here's the thing. I am quite comfortable with my decision to live in Alberta. I, I like it here, and it has nothing to do with who runs the province politically. Mm-hmm. I like Edmonton. Um, raised my family here. Um, both my wife and I have had good careers here. I, I, I've enjoyed my time here in Alberta, but when somebody asks me wh- who I am and mm-hmm. where I'm from, I'm going to be Canadian. Yeah, I'm going to tell. True. I'm not going to go. I'm 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 Albertan. I'm Albertan. I I've never recognized myself as an Albertan, and and that's me. You might recognize yourself as an Albertan. Some people do. And, yeah. and that's fine. That is up to you. Me 
personally, Lachlan Cross, when I think of myself, I'm Canadian. And you know what? I'm proud to be Canadian. And it doesn't matter who runs the country. It doesn't bother me that the the guy that's running the country isn't somebody that I like. Mm-hmm. I still identify as a Canadian. And I still want the best for this country. Okay? And I still think that we, we still need to be Canadians. Mm-hmm. I don't like Justin Trudeau. But... I don't think, I'm not at a point, and maybe there is a mass number of people in the the country or in Alberta that feel like we should be separate from the rest of the country. I am not there, mm-hmm. I, and I hope that doesn't ever happen, but that's what I think we're, that's what we're dealing with. We've got somebody and we've got numerous people that think that we should, on some level, be removed. They hate Justin Trudeau that much mm-hmm. that they sh- that we should become our own country or our own thing, and we should do our own thing. I- I'm not there yet, and 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 I and maybe I'll get there. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's the because yesterday when we talked about this, that's the thing that I keep. No one says this is good because of this, 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 and this. They just go, Trudeau's an idiot. Right. Yeah. That, so that's our starting point when we make decisions like this, and I don't think it should be. Yeah, right? there's a there's a chunk of people that, and they're loud, that want like independence, West independence, Alberta independence. And I think that's a mistake. Instead of a, a Canadian, yeah. I, I like being Canadian. I I don't like our leader. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I, I think he needs to go away. Um, but that doesn't remove the fact that I'm proud to be Canadian. And I think as a country, if with things like the Canadian pension plan, whether or not it works or it's the best program in the world, maybe there's some problems with it. Mm -hmm. I don't think we should remove ourselves from it. Is that fair to say you can be mad to have that opinion and people shouldn't get mad at you for what you think. Like, I'm still dealing with yeah. it in the afternoon. I had <laughs> people you? still mad at me for saying <laughs> and, that I didn't think that the Alberta like the, pension plan is a good idea. In the same way that you're allowed to want an Alberta pension plan, somebody's allowed to oppose it, and you don't have to get mad at people. But like, Yeah, yeah and it doesn't make me a lip... <laughs> Okay. Right. I know you said no more politics, but this keeps oh, coming go, in. Jimmy. This keeps coming in when people text when we talk about the CPP. Yes, Quebec has their own, but the whole thing about the stability is I'm not. They've had not no, Quebec. but they've had no. They've had their own for years. If we pull out with the way it's been this way for years, it's going to screw everything up for us I and think, other people. I think that we're stronger together, and yeah. we've got a better chance. Of I, taking I agree care. with you, but I just wanted to. I think I, honestly. That's, that's the way I think, and and maybe I'm, I'm wrong. With you. But if if you remove an entire province, how many people in in Alberta? Oh, five million, something like that. Now, if you remove that many people that's from from the CPP, it hurts everybody. If we're not all working together, and that's the issue that I have with with this with this idea, because it's not going to happen. Mm. It's an idea. Right, and but also, I think if if more if we actually had a referendum on this, if we actually gave people a chance to vote on this, I don't think it would pass. The first poll that they put out there um, was the majority said no in Alberta. That was like the government's first poll that they put out. 
She'll still ignore that, and she's going to push ahead. I I get the sense that Danielle Smith has a very strong agenda, right? And Mm -hmm. it is an Alberta first thing, and it's, and, and you know what? Did we even elect her? Like, anyway, but <laughs> let's but, move on. No, but no, also, no, 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 no. Grant, don't put that story in again. No, I, okay, can, I did it early. Like, can we not do that story again, like ever? Well, no, because it's kind of a huge story. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're listening to the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. There is a Kevin Hart's and Chris Rock. Netflix show coming down the pipe. Documentary, yeah. Yeah. So I guess what they did was they went on the road together and they just rolled tape. Yeah, um, so Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, uh, it's called Headliners Only, follows the two of them around as they go through New York um, on this tour. December 12th Yeah, on Netflix. I'll watch that. That'll be good. Yeah, Um, I'll watch that because of Chris Rock. And and I was thinking about this, as much as I don't, like I don't get Kevin Hart. Like I, I don't get his humor. His humor's I, not for you. It's not. I find him funny, but I do not at all. Like I don't. Millions yeah. of people do, though. I mean, I went to his show here in Edmonton, it was and, and it was sold out. Yeah, yeah the arena was sold out, right? But, I, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't mind his movies. Some of his movies are okay, but he's okay. Um, and, his stand-up isn't really not for. It's not for me at all. Well, I mean, yeah, and and I'm like that with a. I think comedy is very very specific. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, yeah. I, I mean, to take Joe Rogan's politics out of the conversation about Joe Rogan. Because he's a comic. Yeah. I do not find his comedy no, his, funny at his, all. I think his stuff is pretty basic. Like, I don't... It seems I like a pretty... Think Joe Rogan's funny at all. Yeah, it, yeah, it always... Like Joe Rogan, but... I, I don't mind his interviews. Yeah. I think he's... I, I, I listen to his podcast when he's got a guest on that I care about. Uh, but I watched his stand-up and I've gone, what? Like, mm-hmm. Jimmy could come up with this. <laughs> Like, and I'm not funny. <laughs> um, You're same. I mean, I went to Amy Schumer in Edmonton. Like, I don't find her funny. I, all these I got free tickets to, uh, but sold out Rogers Place. Like, you know, eighteen thousand people there. Yeah, to see yeah. her. Well, what I was um, going to say about Kevin is what I do appreciate about him is how smart he is. Oh yeah, like that's that is a smart. You know that Kevin Hart got on the phone and talked Chris Rock into that. Yeah, he is a very smart businessman. I mean, you hear other that's people brilliant. talk about like like get somebody who's funny on with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any any Chris Rock I can get in my life, I'll I'll watch. I'll watch that. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the locker room. Old Dolly's in the news. She is still just giving her, hey? There's no slowing down at 77 years old. 77, eh? Yeah, 77. Good good for her. And she's going to be playing the halftime show at the Thanksgiving game for the Cowboys. That's the game that Creed played. The Thanksgiving game. Yes. Uh, where back everyone, in the day, where the greatest were, halftime show of all time. You were saying that Creed did the Super Bowl, and I'm like, Creed did not. It's basically the Super Bowl. It's not the Super Bowl. I, I'd tune in for this. Come on. Oh, yeah, little Dolly Parton. Coming out in the white, the white hat. She's still looking good for 77. Would you? Yeah, we know what you think about her, Jimmy. Yeah. I was going to say, that was a too long of a pause. Yeah. 
<laughs> Good for her. Oh, Dolly, still going, still great, writing music, going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> she did a rock album too. Yeah, but we just released some... a new song on Monday. Did she? Okay, yeah. I remember we played her Led Zeppelin. We had to fight behind the scenes too about which Dolly to play on the air. Yeah, so we we landed on Jolene. Kind of have to play Jolene. The locker room news. According to the Canadian Anti Fraud Center. Canadians have lost more than $161 million to investment scams over the first six months of this year. Uh, most of the How scams... $161 million, everybody. Lord. What are we doing? Uh, most of those scams involve cryptocurrency. Um, ex- totally legit. Experts say that crypto scams usually initially appear as an investment opportunity. So somebody comes to you, hey... I got this great opportunity. We're going to triple your money. We need to do it in crypto. Look at the markets. This this is the future. Yeah. This is it. And people are losing money like crazy. They believe the actual number of people being scammed is being underreported because it's embarrassing to admit that you've been scammed. Yeah. So they think, okay, we've lost 161 million. We've actually lost maybe double that just some people don't report it to the police or whatever the people Um, that are involved in it too are very very speaking of loud we had a conversation about loud people last hour yeah um that's a loud group too they're they're very vocal about man tony you gotta get in crypto what are you doing get your money into the banks what are you doing it's like the whole and and it's very believable because we have so much uncertainty in the world that we live in right now so it's it's you know I, I'm going to get into prepping. I'm going the other way. Yeah, I'm right? getting into that. I'm going to start buying gold bars. I'm burying crap in my backyard. <laughs> Costco is really leaning into the prepper market. It's yeah. awesome. Like I said. Buckets of craft dinner. Like I said last week, there's a good chance you'll start seeing me wearing nothing but camel. <laughs> um, it and is building uh, a bomb shelter underneath your garage. They released this report because it's uh, Cybersecurity Month. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I haven't. You just had to do an internet safety course. But that was a month ago. It's been a month, Grant. (laughs) It's been a month since he's been duped online. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. All right, Cam. Cam and the crew at Worley. Have you got um, some sort of deal worked out? Like, what if you win? Do you have to share with it with the boys that are helping you out or what? Oh, yeah, we'll put it in a little work kitty for, like, lunches and stuff like that. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so, Cam, you've done this before. You understand how Win Jimmy's Cash works. It's 25 seconds. Well, I don't don't understand how to win it, but I got it. (laughs) I feel feel, kind of safe today. I feel good. I feel good about your chances today. Okay, pay attention. Were you listening this morning? No reason. Yes. You were, uh, hey, oh. Why do you have to remind people that all you've right. been cheating all morning? 25 <laughs> seconds, five questions. If you get them all right, 500 bucks for the work kitty. Grant Johnson, are you ready? I'm ready. Cam, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> work buddies of Cam, are you ready? <laughs> all right, here we go. Three, two, one. One. What boxer bit part of his opponent's ear off in the ring? Mike Mike Tyson. What was the name of the sock puppet made famous on Much Music? Add the sock. What American gangster ended up being convicted of tax evasion? John Gotti. What does ASAP stand for? As soon as possible. What was the very first music video to air on v- MTV? Video killed the radio star. I think we got four for five, though. 
That's what I'm talking about. Say bye bye to my bucks, oh, baby. Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. We, 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 we pros, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got everything else right. Yeah. I, I knew it. I, <laughs> said that, I'm like, oh, we're screwed. I feel much better about my life. So close. I was like mouthing it. I was like, Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam. Try again, okay, guys? Uh, yeah, take All care. Right. All right, take care. Man. <laughs> they close, were close. They so were close. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Time really flies when you're having fun, hey? Would you believe me if I told you that Mayor Amarjeet Sori has been our mayor now for two years today? What? Yeah, he mm-hmm. and the current city council are now halfway through their term. They've accomplished so much. It's actually kind of hard to believe it's it's only been two years. That's crazy. Uh, in two years, as we look back um, at their, their term here, they've managed to save us millions of dollars by reducing snow clearing, stopping spraying for mosquitoes. They've increased the cost of parking downtown, raised our taxes, and just made this a better city to live in. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, they've also managed to make this place safer. So do we even need an election in two years? Let's just keep them forever. That's what I vote for. Uh, Happy two years, Mayor Sorry, and to the city council. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise. Have you ever questioned the price of beer at a hockey game? Boy, do we have the shirt for you. Text us now for the link to shop. The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. There has been... A disturbing number of stories about people pooing on airplanes. Yeah, what's up with this? Yeah. There was that one um, a few weeks ago. The plane had to like turn around because there was diarrhea all over the bath. That's all over understandable. The they were holding it, holding it, holding it, and then it was like, I can't do it anymore. That's not understandable. That's <laughs> <laughs> not get it all over the wall. It's not normal. I, that. I sympathize with that person, whoever that that unnamed individual is. Like, if you got loose bowels, Grant, you got loose bowels. You're not holding that in. <laughs> so they had to make a mad dash for the bathroom, and while they were running it, it that's that's happened to me i've 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 yeah, had you the, you can't hold it at all no i cannot you have problems and it's it, you know what it is it's the shift like if you got to take a corner yeah you lift your leg the <laughs> wrong way like if you're if you're really holding it you got to shuffle right mm-hmm. and, and like you got to you can't turn why are you as soon as you that lift long? Knee, why don't like, you go before it's sometimes it comes at you out? quick Right? It's so come that This quick. is a different story. This so, one, just somebody took a dump on the floor on the plane. Um, I, I was thinking about that. There's not a lot of room in there. They said they found it rather entertaining to to poop on the toilet. Um, so now they had to cancel the flight to like do it on the floor in the toilet. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the problem is there's too many dis- discount airlines. <laughs> right? That's, that's there's the too problem. many cheap flights. <laughs> It's flight is too accessible. Yeah. These people used to be on the Greyhound. <laughs> we got rid of the Greyhound bus. <laughs> now they're in the air. Yeah, now they're in the air. Now no, they're pooping on the floor. Now they're crapping on the floor in the bathroom. We blame it on the, Did the you hear the flight. audio? No, I didn't listen to the audio. The audio, the pilot over the speaker system is like, someone took a crap on the floor oh, in no. the bathroom, and we're canceling the flight. He was... 
you could tell he was mad. He was not pleased at all. And now, the great and powerful Oz with the Win Jimmy's Cash final decision. Will Jimmy be taking a limo to work or hitchhiking up Calgary Trail? Let's find out. Okay, we have a Win Jimmy's Cash controversy. Oz, how are you this morning? Well, thank you. Beautiful day in Wonderland. Now, Cam and the crew at Worley, they answered one of our questions, the third one, John Gotti. We had Al Capone down. The question is what American gangster ended up being convicted of tax evasion. The issue being that John Gotti was actually convicted of tax evasion as well. At one point, yeah. Then I think it's correct. Uh, your research was wrong, and the answer is correct. Yeah, they both were convicted. So, so we got to give him. The, so he we, got everything else right, Cam. Yeah, right? he got everything yeah. but that one. All right. Well, we'll give Cam a call back and let him know they want some cash. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if you've <laughs> gone to Google and verified that, we're good. Yeah, uh, we we uh, Google it as well as we had some uh, listeners text in. That's on me, Oz. Okay, thanks for the clarification. Okay, bye. Hello? Cam? Yeah? We f- up. What do you mean? John Gotti was actually also, as well as Al Capone, charged with tax evasion. So, uh, really? So technically, your answer was correct yeah. a- to we question to number three, it. which means you guys got all five, which means you won $500 cash, baby! No way. That's not Congratulations. You won 500 bucks of Jimmy's cash. Don't spend it all in one place. John Gotti was also the right answer. We won. There's probably like like 35 gangsters that have been. I had no idea. I looked at the one guy who kind of follows that stuff, and he didn't. He was like, I don't know. Just say a name. (laughs) But he was also convicted of 19 murders. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's such, you know, we'll gloss over that for this question. Capone probably never killed anybody. <laughs> no, no, he was a pretty good citizen. Yeah, yeah, he was a nice guy. Upstanding citizen. Well, congratulations, uh, Cam. You guys uh, picked up some some money for the for the staff kitty. Get some lunch. That's good. We can get something other than pizza for ourselves. All right. Take care, brother. News. Health Minister Adriana Lagrange announced $57 million will be spent over the next three years to enable family doctors and nurse practitioners to uh, help more people. The plan is to develop a system which doctors can spend more time with patients and less time doing paperwork, meaning family doctors then could take on more patients and maybe you could get a family doctor. Um, Doctors will also be allowed to bill for virtual mental health checks and therapy and pay them for extra time spent virtually with patients. So... Um, kind of sounds like they don't have a plan, but they're creating another panel to come up with a plan sort of thing. But they're trying, I guess. It's bad right now. I don't know what to say. We, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the it's broken. Yeah, it's really broken. We, I was talking um, to a friend of mine last night about he's got um he's got a family member and they just diagnosed. Uh, that person with MS. Okay. Yeah. And they're trying some kind of a, a therapy on them. And every six months they have to go in for a dose. Yeah. It's $32,000. <laughs> that's, that's just, that's yeah. criminal. It's just, like, it's just it, and that's, 
I mean, listen, you're you're going to be desperate to do anything. So what do you do? You sell the truck, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're going to you know, try like, it. Like, you're going to try it, but but I mean, why is that thirty? To, yeah, there's no reason. Why is that? You you're never gonna convince me that that's that that's what that's worth. Well, I, even I'm, I'm sorry. When everything, I mean, when we were in the NICU with Birdie, um, they did an operation where they or not an operation, a, a procedure where they bless their lungs when they're preemie sometimes. Yeah. So they put this vials of stuff, and they were like, they showed us they're like this little vial is like five thousand dollars each one of these. <laughs> it's broken. It's yeah. it's it's and become you, a racket. We don't have a family doctor still. We've been trying for two years to get a family doctor. And you've and got three kids in the house. The kids finally have a pediatrician because through Birdie we were able to finally get a pediatrician. Okay. Um, well, that's something. my wife went in for a checkup with the doctor that did the emergency C-section and everything. Yeah. And she started talking to her, saying like, "Can you refer to it, us to a doctor?" And the she was like, "I don't even have a family doctor." <laughs> She's a doctor, and yeah. her family doctor left, and they can't get another one. <laughs> That's insane. Well, my wife's family doctor's awful. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I, I've been trying you to go get to a her. different one. Um, I go to uh, Doctor Spock. I told you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you guys go to different ones, eh? Yeah, yeah. She huh. goes to somebody up in St. Albert, and and they're brutal. Like, I, at uh, least every third time that my wife comes back from the doctor over mm-hmm. the years, like the the doctor will have a breakdown in the room with her. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like that's not normal. That's not a good doctor. Your doctor shouldn't be crying in front of you. Yeah, that's not that. That's not healthy. That's, that's like, probably not a normal. Like thing. I know that that's my wife's sort of gift in life, where people open up to her and yeah, and, and but no, not, not the your doctor. doctor. There should be some sort of well, patient I, doctor relationship. I don't know what. I, like I don't know what the answer is, uh, but they've got to do something. Um, I one more quick story and then we'll move on. But when I was a kid, I I was really sick as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had I had fevers and and I was getting strep throat. I was in and out of the hospital constantly. And finally, a doctor said to my mom, "We're we're going to pull his tonsils out." And so they went in and they grabbed my tonsils. And while they were in there, they scraped my adenoids. Oh yeah. And so when they were done, the doctor comes into the room and shows my mom. She said, okay, he's, he's holding a teaspoon. He goes, a teaspoon is, a, is, is how much we would normally get out of a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out, he pulls out a bucket and goes, this is how much we pulled out of your son. <laughs> like it was a bucket of adenoids. <laughs> so there was something wrong there. And I have been very healthy ever since. Um, I had my You've never had that happen again? Never, I've never had strep throat. Nothing. Yeah. I, I've been very healthy. Something the was thing is crazy. Something was wrong with me, um, with my tonsils and my adenoids. So mm-hmm. when my daughter started getting sick, when she was nine, ten, eleven years old, we kept going to the hospital, and they and I kept saying to them, "You got to remove her tonsils." Like, and they were also huge. She couldn't breathe. Oh yeah. She sounded like a forty-six-year-old little person that I know when she slept. <laughs> Natasha, she snored like crazy. And it took us, what, what ended up happening was my wife went through all the motions to mm-hmm. try to get a specialist to remove her tonsils. And I think it took, I, I don't want to exaggerate because obviously, I mean, we're, it, it's already yeah. bad enough. I don't need to add. Don't need to add. But to I think it. it was four or five years of us going back and forth. Doctors, strep throat, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Finally, I went in and I just started yelling, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. In our family doctor's uh, office, 
and they were running into me going, calm down. I'm like, I'm not calming down. Get me a doctor right now to pull these things out of her, out of her head. Or I'm going to do it at home. <laughs> and they're Sounds like, like grandpa just, just, just don't calm down. And I'm like, get somebody. They phoned us that afternoon. We had a specialist in um, in Spruce Grove like two days later, met with him on Wednesday. So it took less than a week to get him out. But mm-hmm. I had to lose my mind in the doctor's office. Yeah, I had to make a scene and 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 blow up. Like you shouldn't have to do that. Listen, mm-hmm. I know, like we have a pretty good healthcare system, but people shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, they shouldn't have to, to get care. Yeah. Anyway, this is in session. The Masi Caballeros. Here's Lil Juan on the locker room. Okay, so today's because we're doing the whole. I have to do an order from a restaurant. Yeah. And so my line today is, "How much do I owe?" Because I've already ordered the food, said hi, all that kind of jazz. So it's Quanto Cuesta is how much do I owe? Quanto Cuesta. Okay. So, so far. Are you going to be ready to phone a local Mexican restaurant? Oh, I feel like I've, you need more Mexican flair to it. I, Quanto Cuesta. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, not, yeah Quanto Cuesta. Yeah, like <laughs> Quanto Cuesta. See, that's better. A little better, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. some flair. Some... Spanish has, has a... It's like a song. Yes, it has rhythm to it. has, you know, like I want to take off my clothes and run through the streets when I hear Spanish music. <laughs> right? Mi nombre a little one. Que a ti nombre. Puedo, puedo. Receiver. I can't even read English properly. Slow down. <laughs> Un pedo right. domicilio. We're calling a restaurant tomorrow. I know. Calm down. Mi guesta. Trade burrito. Trade cerveza. Por favor. Quanto cuesta? That's all of it. Okay. All, all right. right. We'll see. Right. It's getting better than it was yesterday. I've been practicing. That's we'll give good. it. A, we'll give it a shot tomorrow. We're. We're going to call a, a local Mexican restaurant. Look <laughs> at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. That man right there, Grant Johnson, study so king. This study, it has to do with dieting as a couple. And oh, they found, so you know, okay. you always see that. If you're going to do a diet, typically I think people do it together with their spouse. Um, study reveals romantic partners don't influence your weight loss. Um, they said by the end of this so, study. So hold on, what do you mean by influence? So do you, do you mean it doesn't work at all, or? Um, so yeah, if you don't have self control and everything, your partner's not going to not- influence that to be better. Um, they said couples didn't begin with similar levels of self control, and if one member um, improved theirs. Um, the other one didn't necessarily change. So it didn't make it easier to, to be committed to your diet, to be um, strict with it, whatever you're doing, counting calories, not eating sugar, whatever it is. That kind of surprises um, me. That does surprise me big time because... You'd think that having a partner in crime with mm-hmm. something like that might actually benefit you you know like hey we're gonna do this let's do that we're both fatties let's do this together well and maybe that's it maybe it's because typically maybe both people aren't on board with the diet yeah yeah it's usually one person that's more motivated and so you know that person's gonna have 
stricter um, habits and everything else. So maybe that's that's what it is. If you're not fully bought in on the diet, you're probably not going to be that strict to it. You're going to be cheating when you... Well, now that I think about it, the smoking thing, any time mm-hmm. I ever saw a couple quitting smoking, one would have been successful and the other one wouldn't have. Because one wants to quit, the other one probably doesn't want to. And generally, right? I've seen in past relationships where I've seen two people trying to do something at the same time, quite often one of them will talk the other one into Yeah. There, it has to be organic and buy-in from both. It can't be somebody talking the other person into Hey, let's do this. I think it'd be really good for us. Okay. Come on, let's All right. go vegan. Whatever it is, let's go vegan. Lock like, <laughs> but I, yeah. you know, if your wife tried to drag you into being vegan, you'd probably be eating burgers on your way home. Oh, I'd be, uh, I'd yeah. be hitting the Wendy's drive-through for sure. <laughs> the thing is, though, is, is having a friend uh, like influence you to lose a diet sometimes or lose weight sometimes works because so you're saying because you use shame on me all the time yeah but that's that not zero doing impact on you I, that is zero like, impact on like, you like uh, you call it you calling me fatty you kind of has influenced me in trying to lose weight at least lately grant has anything well the would, doctor stuff the maybe. doctor stuff the dentist stuff the tax stuff you've shamed me into a lot of things but um in this <laughs> situation in this situation I'm your like stepfather's son. you're not it's not the same though cuz you're not doing it together it's not like Locke was like hey Jimmy let's do this workout plan together right true so but it's more just him rating you i kind of get this study i understand yeah. what you're saying our dynamic is different though yeah cuz you couldn't shame like if you were to say the same thing to your significant other, you would be divorced. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's our dynamic is different. We're like brothers. It's it's very different, Jimmy, than a romantic partner. I yeah. can't imagine a scenario where I, I don't know if I'd be able to talk my wife into something. Mm-hmm. She might be able to convince me. By she kind of did when you went on the diet beer. Well, it's, yeah, she got you on the diet beer. <laughs> because she uh, said you're getting she a little was, rounder. She was pointing out my thickness. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably easier for her to get you on a diet because she does most of the cooking. So she just well, starts cooking in a... Because you do the make good we food. We do the make... Yeah, so we kind of share in that. In a regular... Situation. In a regular situation, she does way more cooking. So if than she I do. just decided to start, we're eating Mediterranean. <laughs> You're eating Mediterranean. <laughs> That's a good point, right? Yeah. I bet you a lot of guys are and end up on diets or without whatever, even realizing. Without it. even, yeah, <laughs> it's probably better to not even bring it up. Probably, right? yeah. Just, unless you're that guy that has a lot of to fish. have something bleeding on your plate every night. True. Like I have, I've known, I've known people where if they have the same thing every night, mm-hmm. they like steak, potatoes, and some maybe. Maybe a vegetable on that plate. Yeah. And that's their meal every evening, right? Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. We have a guest in studio, Grant Johnson. This is exciting, yeah. Jeremy from Battle Rattle. You have two locations, right, Jeremy? Yeah, we have one uh, in Empton at uh, 12839 97th Street. We also have one in uh, Ormocto, New Brunswick, right uh, beside. CFB Gage Town. Okay. So the okay. Edmonton one might be a little more convenient for, <laughs> for us. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing the, the this business? So we started in 2016. Okay. Just, uh, me and uh, my business partner, we were both serving. Um, we decided, hey, why not uh, open a business? 
something you know about, right? Yeah. yeah. So we we started one uh, uh, just selling stuff around base, and then we uh, uh, expanded once he got posted to a store in Armocto. Okay. And that one's grown exponentially. And then uh, in 2021, we opened a store uh, in Edmonton. So you got through COVID, right? We opened right, right in COVID. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the perfect time to buy uh, tactical <sighs> gear. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah, you actually, we've been talk- talking about that. I think I'm going to start prepping, Jeremy. We get lots of preppers in yeah. the store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, what do you guys sell there? You guys sell like everything for tactical survival. Everything, yeah. Everything tactical survival. So we focus on military, law enforcement, security, uh, first responders, hunters, yeah. campers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to do a, I used to do a lot of airsofting. Oh, I get tons of airsoft. Guys would always be loaded up with all the gear, all the camouflage uh-huh. and and everything else, the vests and yeah. Man, I I'm telling you, that's probably the smartest group in in the, in the world that we live in. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the story about the guy in Israel? He he was on a kibbutz. No, he retired him and his wife. And for 20 years, he's, he's 70 now, mm-hmm. and they interviewed him in the hospital. For 20 years, he was like, we're going to have to deal with something. You yeah. guys, we need to be prepared. And everyone thought he was crazy. And, and every weekend, he would have, um, he would have uh, uh, practice, whatever, you know what I mean? Tactical stuff around the kibbutz. Mm-hmm. And he talked a couple of people into it, and they held off. Um, the terrorists for hours before the Israeli military got there to, to help them out. And um, it, it, it came true, right? Wow. wow. I, I mean, obviously, we don't live in Israel, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, that's that's a pretty famous story right now. Well, you can be prepped for anything, you know, weather-related. I have guys, um, I have friends of mine that have plans to get out of the city for for the for the possibility of a zombie apocalypse <laughs> and they're not kidding like yeah. they're dead serious the the preppers are serious right they're in the store and they're buying stuff and they're getting ready for for the end of time and <laughs> With what with the way things are going, man, it's 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 insane. <laughs> I wanted to have you down, Jeremy, to chat with you about the uh, uh, and thank you for jumping on the Grant Report with us. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, this has been uh, this has been a nice little addition to the to the to the regular feature here that we have on uh, on the mm-hmm. locker room, right? All right. How did you get introduced to the locker room? Uh, you know what? Um, I met with uh, Danae, and she. Uh, Kind of introduce us to uh, uh, the radio station. Nice, and, uh, we love it. Okay, cool. a lot of our li- uh, a lot of your guys' listeners uh, we see in the store. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, we do a lot with uh, military guys and, and awesome. gals and. So uh, yeah. you'll see me down. I'm going to start wearing camo full time, <laughs> and uh, we got to bring Jimmy down. Jimmy, Jimmy will get suited up. We'll do we'll do a video with uh, with Jimmy in the new year at some point. I got a good jacket for you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming down, Jeremy. Nice to meet you, and good luck with the store. Again, um, we should send people not only to the actual location, but they can do shopping online at home as well, right? Yeah, you can shop at uh, www.battlerail.ca. The locker room. It's easy to fall in love with it, the way it makes you feel, the way it makes you relax. And then all yeah. of a sudden you're like, I'm drinking two gallons of vodka a day? <laughs> you're trying to kill yourself now. This is not like... Are you talking about yourself? For, yeah. Come on. Two gallons a no. day. I swear to you, dude, I swear to God. That's Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. 
He's on with Bill Maher on his podcast where they basically just film themselves getting stoned for two hours. Do <laughs> um, you believe that? No. No. Two gallons? That would kill you. That's eight bottles a day. So There's, there's no way. T- we figured it out. That's almost eight liters. Yeah. And a two six of vodka is just shy of a liter. So yeah. it is it's it's eight bottles of vodka. There's no way. He, There's he absolutely no way. Yeah. Maybe a gallon. <sighs> like, Sorry. Yeah, maybe. maybe a bottle, a couple bottles, like party nights. Yeah. There's no way he could he himself could drink eight bottles of vodka a day. That would be I imp- can't see that. That's that would be impossible. Like, you just I, have to be like I'm an alcoholic, and I can like. I'm just thinking about like how much you would have to consume. You'd have you you're you're drinking first thing in the morning, right? Like that's like you're getting that's, up. You're you're getting up. You're drinking, and you're going all day. That's like a that's a the thing about vodka too. I mean, obviously he he. Probably built up a tolerance. Yeah, he definitely would have. But I, the reason why a lot of alcoholics go for the vodka is because, you know, you can kind of hide it. You can throw it into stuff. Yeah. But But he's obviously not hiding it. And, like, just think about, I, I think he just said it in a podcast, two gallons, and then like for some reason decided to stick to his guns on it when he could have gone like, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't eight bottles a day. Or he just doesn't know how much two gallons. He doesn't know how much a gallon is, maybe. That's maybe he meant guess. to say two bottles. They sell yeah. those vodka, those plastic vodka bottles down there. Yeah. Right? And they, they, they come with a handle. The Russian prince we used to buy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also said he used to shoot syringes full of Jack Daniels into his body. Yeah, I've heard of guys oh, out of coke. I was, I heard of guys doing that. I had never I, heard of that. Yeah, I listened to quite a bit of that interview with him because that was the thing that went viral was that he was drinking two gallons a mm-hmm. a day. Um, but I, I listened to some of it, and he is more shocked than anybody about his health right now. <laughs> yeah, he went, with what he did when he was young, and, he went and, for a checkup, and he's like, "I can't believe how my body's fine." He was like, "Have you got somebody's, uh, somebody else's information in front of me?" <laughs> like, <laughs> says he's been sober for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, a year, I think, yeah. a little more than a year. It's the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Call on Army Chris. He's weighing in on the Motley Crew. Tommy Lee drinking two gallons of vodka a day. Hello. You did some math? I did some math, man. And? It's just, there's no way. You can't drink that much. And this, gallons is, and this is based on what? Based on drinking. <laughs> <laughs> because you your text, it sounded like you weren't willing to admit that you might have a drinking well, problem. <laughs> okay. so I, I, kind of, I looked at that. I'm like, all right, so there's four cups in a quart because I'm making a turkey brine right now. Like, literally right now. I'm like, that's that's a lot. That's eight bottles of vodka. There's no way. There's it, no way. No. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like you guys should call Phil, man. He he can answer this better than me. But uh, I think are you separating I, yourself I, from I Phil. Don't, I don't know. If you, you might have some self awareness issues. <laughs> like, are are you holding a drink in your hand right like, now? Yeah, I actually just poured a. Uh, poured, all right, um, enough said. Yeah, anyway, that's not possible. You can't trust anything no. that comes out of Mom's crew. Uh, I thought on. that dirt movie was 100% uh, 100% true. accurate. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.